everybody. It's Tipsy Tuesday. I didn't think I was going to make it. My whole house looks crooked for some reason. I guess I'll try to fix that. How is everybody? Hold on. Let me just do a little. No, it's not. It's just going to be crooked. I think it might be the tripod. Okay. Whatever. It is what it is. Good evening, everybody. I'm feeling better, so I decided to show up for Tipsy Tuesday. Hey, Jennifer. What's happening? Dean just left. Um, he and my mom and I were working diligently on the show tonight. It's very exciting. Putting all of the things together. I'm feeling better. I wasn't, and then now I am. So... I'm hoping that uh, the tough days are behind me and I've decided to reset and uh, what's it, April? May 1st is going to be my next New Year's Eve. I'm just going to keep starting the year over again because um, I keep getting sick once a month. That's all. To an urgent care. Whatever. It's behind me now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Shikantra, all good. No complaints. I got some bourbon. Lulu's sitting very close to it, so we're going to move it. Yes, curly top. No complaints. I'm done complaining. I don't know about anybody else, but... Do you think that you have the wherewithal in your own head? You're in Budapest? Steak Diane? You're in Budapest. Maybe you'll see uh, Wendy in Hungary or wherever she is. I can't keep up with where everybody's at lately, but I'm in New Jersey. It's not as exciting. Beth, I'm feeling better. Yes, I am. But I actually was just sick of listening to myself the other day. I said to Chris, I said, I think I have a poor attitude. (laughs) And I can hear it, and I don't like it. And so I'm just going to... I should get frequent flyer miles. I did tell Dean and Jacqueline that Brooke is winning at my will. It's a new game called Who's Going to Be in My Will. Mm -hmm. I think they are going to name this urgent care after me. And it was funny because when Chris... Chris was driving me to the urgent care yesterday, and she was like, which urgent care are we going to? I said, oh, you just got to go down... 38. She's like, well, there's one right here. I go, Chris, that's not my urgent care. Like, I got my own. Yeah. I leans in, in an exotic place called Philadelphia. Yeah. It was beautiful today. Um, I was uh, kind of in and out all day. I wish I was out. Oh, I got stones again, girl. And it, it, was, it was a lot. Steve is here. Steve, I was thinking about you. Steve Slusak, I've been thinking about you and sending you virtual hugs, and I, I hope that you have a glass of something in your hand, and I cheers to you. Uh, for anybody out there with heavy hearts, cheers to you. There's a lot of heavy hearts on any given day, and we're all doing the best we can. Uh, so cheers to everybody. It's only Tuesday, and if you're thinking, 
I need this tipsy Tuesday. I'm in my chair in Ohio. Very exotic, Tammy. <laughs> Very exotic. Uh, so this is for you. I do have some ridiculously funny articles that I want to share with you because they are so... So I collect these articles for the morning show, but some of them are so dumb. Oh, it was gorgeous today. Tanya, I would love to read with you. Just, just We can just have bench meetups. We're like, I'm going to be on a bench somewhere in Long Island, but the intersection of Maine and Third Avenue, I'll be like, I'll meet you there. I just, I just want to go places. I work from home. And so anytime I'm like, oh, I get to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do, said Steve. I do. Picked up my car today. Um, had a whole conversation. They were like, now, you could get your struts fixed, you know, since you don't have struts. Or you could just wait until you sell it in January and not. I go, let's do that. And that conversation covered a number of parts that should be in a vehicle. They were like, some cars, most cars, have suspension. Yours does not. I was like, do I have to fix it? He was like, not really. (laughs) Let's do that. (laughs) I was like, what needs to be fixed to make it go? That's all I want to do. I just want to make the car go. They were like, then you're set. It was $125. I was like, here it is, fellas. I'm out. Mm-hmm. 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 This is the whole thing. Let's get to some ridiculous articles. There's two ridiculous articles I want to go over because they're so dumb. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're going to love it. All right, here we go. Here we go. Now, I didn't even know this was the thing, so it's super dumb. All right, here we go. I got to find an article. Da, da, da. Hold on. All right, here we go. <laughs> this was so dumb. I can't even believe this happened. Here we go. Bodyguard the musical. Now, right there, I don't know what we're talking about. Here's the title of the article. Bodyguard musical haunted by mini riot. <laughs> okay, so many words. Not even halfway through the title. As rowdy theater goers loudly sing along with I Always Love You are dragged out. Okay. What, Dina? Let's read it again together. Here we go. Bodyguard musical. So apparently somebody, it's not that much of a stretch, right? You guys remember the movie Bodyguard with Whitney Houston and the amazing song I Will Always Love You. Iconic. If you saw that movie, you were like the greatest singer of all time. And then her and Kevin Costner. And it was amazing. Fine. Well, apparently, they turned it into a musical in Manchester, England. So here's... Now, I'm going to read the title one more time. Halted by Mini Riot. It was in quotes. As rowdy theater goers loudly singing along with I Will Always Love You are dragged out. Now, here's the thing. Um, It is a Dolly Parton song. Great song, sung by Whitney Houston. Now being sung, the girl that's in the title role is from... She was one of the stars of the Pussycat Dolls, and nobody knows who the rest of them were. It was just that girl, Nicole, in the front. Nobody ever knew who the other ones were, but anyway... Here's the, here's the article. A touring production of the stage version of The Bodyguard was brought to a halt and canceled 
They canceled it in Manchester, England on Friday night after <laughs> patrons would not stop singing along. <laughs> Leading the house lights to come up during the climactic number, I will always love you. Now, here's the thing. Yeah, yeah, it was, Fiona. Here's the thing. Is that if you're, listen, I don't care where you are. You could be in a car. You could be a gynecologist getting, getting your mammogram. If that song comes on, okay, you have to sing it. They didn't even finish the show. They were like, you guys are ruining the show. They didn't come here to let, listen to you sing it. So this was apparently a thing. There was a concert just recently that happened. Was it Taylor Swift? Um, that they said that, I forget who it was, if it was Taylor Swift. She wrote Jolene on the same day. She is an icon, that Dolly Parton. Please stop licking. I swear to you. Some days, the, I have three dogs, and they all lick each other, and it feels, now I've never been, but if I was to visit Guantanamo Bay, I imagine that they're not allowed to waterboard, but if there was some type of torture, it would just be a room full of dogs licking themselves, and that is where I live every day. I don't know. I just saw the article today. This is from April 8th. A couple days ago. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the licking is driving me crazy. Here we go. House lights come up. Two women. Here, they must have been really bad singers. Two women were forcibly pulled out of the theater by security. Now, listen to me. I can't sing. Okay? I can't. But if anybody was screaming... At the top of their lungs and forcibly pulling me out of my chair. <laughs> I might stop. It's hard not to sing along. You're not wrong. Several police cars arrived to oversee the evacuation of the theater after what patrons on social media described as fights in the aisles and even a mini riot. Now listen. I think I've been to three Broadway shows. And most of the songs I don't know. Now, there was a, was it a Neil Diamond? There was a Neil Diamond Broadway show coming out that I heard was amazing, and I would totally go see. There was one by Alanis Marset, right? There's one. They've been doing that a lot. Cindy Lauper was Kinky Boots, right? So they've been taking songs that people know and turning them into Broadway shows. Wonderful. They do make strong drinks in theater. You're right. It says, according to news reports and tweets from those inside the theater. Now, mind you, Anne said I saw the video. Mind you, all these people who were not singing paid a lot of money to go see Bodyguard the musical. And because some two drunk ladies ruined it for everybody... They Listen, listen to how it says, based on the 1992 hit, had already been temporarily halted once during the first act because of the disruptive audience sing-alongs, but was resumed. Later, though, 
with only about 10 minutes to go before the end. See, that would have made me mad because I have to, I have to see the end of everything. Even if it's a horrible movie, I will watch it till the end. I don't know why. It's an affliction. It could be a horrible movie and I have to sit there and watch it. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Good golly, the pain, I hear you. It said uh, it was put on pause while its star, the Pussycat Dolls member, Melody Thornton, attempted to sing the climactic song made famous in the movie by Whitney Houston, I Will Always Love You, over the sound of tuneless howling coming from audience members. Now listen. Somebody Somebody just said the song, Sweet Caroline. Now listen to me. If I was at that show, Neil Diamond, and I, I don't know. Has anybody been? I don't know the name of the show that Neil Simon did. But I'd imagine that they would encourage people to sing along. Because you couldn't stop it. If you sing thing, Sweet Caroline, come on. And you have to sing it. It's the rules. Mm-hmm. And the end is so good, too. Really? Ugh. It's sad. Thornton's mic was cut mid-song. The house lights came on and the offenders were evicted, struggling against being pulled out by their shoulders. Listen to me. What, yeah, which one of you ladies went to this show? I'm t- Cindy, I hear you. It's only Tuesday. How loud do they have to be singing to be pulled out by their shoulders? Who's picking people up by their shoulders is my question. I feel like a good waist maybe, but I don't know. I feel like if somebody tried to pick me up by the shoulders, it's not. It's called a beautiful noise. And do, when people, do people sing along? You'd have to. When we went to see Mamma Mia, everybody sang along. Mm-hmm. I feel like they encourage it at some shows. I don't know. You've never seen the movie, Margaret. It's bedlam in the video. Oh, I got to see it. Mm-hmm. And the show was officially called off. Local police... <laughs> it gets better. Local police questioned the women who were thrown out. A statement said that a decision about the further action will be made once the evidence has been reviewed. You mean the videos that went viral? Stories about the incident immediately began to be exchanged among patrons of the British theater scene and soon internationally as well as the most egregious examples yet of what some see as a growing scourge of rudeness and even aggressive behavior threatening the traditional decorum of the theater. Listen, maybe, maybe people aren't looking for decorum, although I didn't watch this video. Let me Oh, there's three of them. Let me let me mute it. Not now. Hold on. Can't see anything. Hold on. All right, hold on. All right, so it's a video. Whole bunch of people. There's one lady standing up. They're clapping. Oh, because they're escorting people out? I can't. Listen. These tickets are not cheap. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah, they're all clapping. Oh, now this is video outside by the police. Listen, this just looks like Saturday in Philly. I'm just going to be honest. This just looks like something that sometimes happens in Philly. <laughs> I just thought it was so crazy. Credit after their shows once a month. Okay. People can sing at concerts, but not theater. Well, it's so funny that you say that because um, they were saying that like a Taylor Swift, I think it was Taylor Swift, maybe it was Adele, I don't know, but they were just saying that people were getting so upset because they were paying all this money to see, hear someone sing at a concert, and instead, all they're hearing are the people next to them. Now, mind you, for my birthday, Chris and Wendy took me to Madison Square Garden to see Billy Joel. Best night ever, and it was like, Everybody knows everybody's singing. Scared the poop out of me. Sorry, Lisa. I know. It's like too heavy for this shirt and it keeps falling. Um, so everybody was singing at the top of their lung, but that's what everybody does when Billy Joel is on. So I don't know. What I did something. This is when Dean says I mess it up. I think I hit the button. Can you guys hear me? He yelled at me before he left. Okay. Dean yelled at me. Yeah, 100% shut up. I didn't pay to hear you. That's, yeah. So it was a whole thing. Anyway, so that was this article that I just thought was so crazy. But there's another one that's crazy. Hold on, let me find it. Here it is. Wait, here it is. Okay, here's another one. You're not going to believe this. All right, this is a Walmart story. Duh. All right, so in this story, it says, Walmart, re <laughs> Walmart removes offensive shirt with hidden curse word after complaints. I was like, all right, I'm in. Let's discuss. Mm-hmm. Here it is. This put the swear in sports swear. Get it? They did like a little play on words. Walmart has removed a certain T-shirt from its stores after a customer noticed that the makers had accidentally emblazed it with a very rude word. Now... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. To me, this is a stretch. You tell me if you can find the curse word. I'm going to describe the shirt to you. I might even be able to show you the picture. And you see if you can figure out what the curse word is, because I couldn't. I had to keep reading. Here we go. The unintentionally controversial couture came to light via a tweet. That's it, Jody that amassed over 2.5 million views. I need this shirt before, it's a quote, I need this shirt before Walmart realizes that they've done. 
find the hidden word, quipped the poster along with a pic of the problematic green garment in question. Shikendra. I don't, I, I still am like, really? To see the word, okay. At first glance, the t-shirt seems rather innocuous. It sports a typical pro-recycling slogan and the letters R-E. So it says R-E. Yeah, I couldn't not see it after looking at it. I could barely see it. Uh, yeah, it took, okay. So it says R-E in big letters. R-E. Let's say right boob. R-E, big letters. On the left boob, it says cycle, use, new, think. So recycle, right boob, left boob. Reuse, right boob, left boob, renew, rethink. We've all seen these shirts before. It's a stretch, Julie, and all these girls here saying they saw it. You didn't see it. Come on now. Now, have you figured it out? Yep. Dina said it. See you next Tuesday. If for some reason you decided to start reading up and down, which why would you when we have always read left to right? Upon closer inspection, I looked up at the first thing I saw. Gosh, it becomes apparent that the first letters of each word inadvertently spell out see you next Tuesday. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you are a better person than I am. Walmart was quick to scrap the accidental profane shirts from shelves. Come on. This was not intentional. Joey Joe was like, I heard it and I loved it. How did you not? I would not. Here's a picture of the show. Oh, I see it now. See, it's lined up like that. But I don't read up and down. I guess this is something a lot of you do for some reason, while you're at Walmart. I don't even think most of the people at Walmart read, so this feels like a stretch. Come on, Shikendra. She says it was, was not an accident. You really think that somebody was like, listen to me. We need to get a See You Next Tuesday shirt into the Walmart. They're like, how do we do it? It's got to be real low-key. We got to go in with some like, like, like goodwill, like a, like, a, like the shirt is like, like helping something. They're like, oh, the environment. Belinda's like total accident. Yeah, right. I had to keep reading. Couldn't figure it out. I would not have figured it out. I looked at it. I was like, yeah, recycle, reuse, renew everything. Yeah. I didn't see it. No. And that's the difference. There's people that see it right away, they're dirty, and then the people who have innocent minds, like myself, who are like, I feel like this is good for the environment. But all the party girls, you know who you are, Jennifer's like, I want the shirt. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was just so funny to me. I would have never seen it. I would have walked by, be like, oh, that's a nice shirt. I would have sold this shirt. Maybe I should sell the shirt. So you guys are telling me that if I started writing see you next Tuesday in my shirt, she'd be like, Dina, off the shelves.
could make a I could make a booming business by just spelling out curse words, but like in some way packaged as environmentally friendly. I'll sell that shirt. I'll redo it. I'll recycle, reuse, renew, rethink. Well, I'll come up with better words. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Innocent minds. Ha 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 ha. It's on Amazon. Of course it is. Skanky girls see it. Exactly, Tanya. I'm glad you said it. Yeah. Walmart didn't make the shirt. Yeah, so these people took their shirts back. Now they're probably charging double on Amazon. They're like, you wanted this $10 shirt, $25. Yeah. Who knew? Who knew that you could help the environment and curse somebody out? Were the first letters bold? No, they weren't, Carol. They are not. You have to be. Yeah, no, you can see it now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. Should get the backlash. Yeah, Whitney, yeah. Well, that's what Walmart said. They were like, we did not see this because we're not skanks. And we apologize for the oversight. Yada, yada. And you know what comes after that. <gasps> Do you guys remember that story? Mm-hmm. Yeah, one funny... Jody girl mm-hmm mm-hmm all right so I have a couple okay you know I love lists so all right let me see what list I want to do okay here we go okay all right here's a good one here's a good one okay so here we go ready all right now if you don't know this about me I love lists on the internet, I will read a list or take a quiz and I will change everything about how I think about the world based on the outcome of the list or the quiz. There'll be like seven questions to find out if you have lupus. I'm like, I probably have it. Let me take the quiz. Any quiz. It could be, be like, maybe you're originally from Zimbabwe. Seven questions. that would t- I'd be like, I have to take it. Even though I not... I'm not from Zimbabwe. I will take the test. And if I, I bet I get six of them, I'll be like, I think I'm from Zimbabwe. I will believe it. Okay? I'm just letting you know. I am not gullible in life. But you put a list into my Facebook feed. I'm in. A hundred percent. Just know that about me. <laughs> Easily swayed. Okay? You can buy it, said Jennifer. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, once you see it, you can't unsee it. I don't think I would have noticed it. But now that somebody brought it, now I see it. So just, just keep it in mind. Here we go. All right, here we go. So here's the list. Are you ready? Oh, this keeps falling. Hold on. I'm sorry. Okay. Stuck in my boobs. Okay, here we go. 13 things. Men secretly want their partner to do besides sex. What? What? Okay, I'm in. Because the 13 I came up with all have to do with sex. So I don't know what's left. Let's click it. You're like, let's do this. Get your drink. Let me refill. 
What could it be? So before we read the article, because it's right here, okay, I want you to just, let's just brainstorm. Can you guess what any one of the 13 things could be that men secretly want their partners to do besides sex? Shakendra says, to church. <laughs> Are you funny? Are you funny? I think my mind is still going to come up with 13 sex things, and I just, I don't know. Clean the house? Do laundry? I know. I feel like I'm just going to name, like, chores. Take the kids to school. Shut up. Exactly. Cook. Clean. Do my laundry. Maybe this article isn't going to be as good as I thought it was. Maybe if they had just made it 13 things men secretly want their partners to do in bed, I'd be like, let's read it. I have a feeling that the end of this article is going to be a big, yeah, like it's just going to go downhill. Let's see. Always agree with them, said Judy. Interesting. Fill up a gas tank, said Cassandra. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. I will literally wait, compliment them. Nice. Cook. I will literally wait until, I don't know if your car counts down how many miles you can go. Remember in the old days, the way you knew you ran out of gas is that you ran out of gas. Anybody? <laughs> just... And you'd act real surprised. What happened? And my dad's like, there's no gas in the car. What? What, what are you talking about? He's like, the car runs on gas. There's no gas in it. That's why it's not running. But this car counts it down. And I, I still ran out of gas that one time with Missy. And then I blamed her. And I told her that she hit the purge button. There's my parking brake is like a button. <clears throat> my console just has the letter P on it. It took me a long time to figure out what it was. But when I realized I ran out of gas, I didn't want to own it. And Missy was with me, so I decided to blame her. And I said, Missy, did you hit this button? She was like, I might have. I don't know. And I said, well, that's the purge gas button. She was like, what? I was like, yeah, it purges the gas. <sighs> that's probably what happened. She was like, I don't even know if I have that, but she goes, why would it purge the gas? I go, Missy, if you're in a car accident, you know how like in, the, in, this, in chips, <laughs> I went back for this reference, in chips, you know, like they have an accident and they're like, we have 10 seconds to get out before it blows up. It's like that, but you'd purge the gas. None of this made any sense, but Missy might've been drunk and she believed me for a few minutes until my mom told her I just ran out of gas. Mm -hmm. Bring them a drink. Cassandra, you're on fire tonight. Mm -hmm. but I will wait until it literally is like you have one more mile I'm not, not going to refill again. I'm probably not mm -hmm. alright here we go 13 things men seek oh, love and respect his mother <gasps> you did a stretch say they are right stop stealing the cover look Cassandra's on fire <laughs> Chris, is your husband just telling you things He's like, oh, yeah, and stop stealing the car. Oh, ooh, and say nice things to me. Oh, and don't talk back. Is he just yelling stuff, or are you coming up with this? Sandra, it's hilarious. Tell people. Purge the gas. I, let me put this like this. In real life, I'm a horrible liar. Horrible. I, if it's a, if it's a real lie, I will 
No, I, I, nothing, nothing good will come out. It'll be obvious that I'm lying. I'm a horrible liar in real life. But if it's a lie based on sarcasm, usually with children or old people, where I can just make stuff up because they've asked a dumb question, so I'm going to give a lying answer, boom. I am a Jedi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's me against the red gaslight, girl. Don't I know it? And I've lost that a number of times. All right, here we go. Let's see if uh, 13 things men want their partners to do. They aren't as complicated as you will think, and they can be simple once you learn their relationship desires. Be playful. Having a playful partner shows you can have fun together without taking yourself too seriously. Rather than organizing and multitasking, take some time to be playful. I'm too busy. Consider being spontaneous. I like that. Being loose. Show a guy how fun you can be. <laughs> that is a stretch. Are my kids around? Because if my kids are around, not fun. I'm not fun. They know I'm not fun. I know I'm not fun. You take them away. Ha, oh, part of time. My ears turn red when I lie. I hear you. Show your partner respect. Boom, Cassandra. You got that one. You can show it in many ways. Let him take charge of some aspects of your relationship. Now, that sentence right there could, like, get me twisted or be like, oh, okay. I'm a little bit of a control freak. Yes. And you got to do that. All you control freaks... Listen to number two, because, yeah, <laughs> look, I feel like, I feel like Sharon Wagner just keeps writing, stop talking. That's what her answer is. Her answer is, Jim wants me to stop talking. I don't know if you saw me, Dina, but my answer was stop talking. I don't know how often Jim must say that to Sharon, but she's, I feel like she's written it like seven times. <laughs> Laugh at his jokes. You think it's on here? Be confident and secure. Men want a partner who is confident and secure. Good indication of this is wanting to be with someone. Wait, hold on. A good indication of this is wanting to be with someone rather than entering a relationship out of desperation. Men want their partner to maintain individuality, have separate friends and interests. Blah, blah. Fine. That makes sense. Be romantic. Fine. Run around naked in the house, said Pearl. Listen, I think we could make up our own list of 13 will be much more entertaining than I think the ones we're about to read. I'm an award-winning liar. Only use it when I really have to. Kathy, it's a gift. It's a gift. And I really started practicing lying to children when my kids were very young. I'm going to be honest, having three kids under five, okay, and maybe a drinking problem, you're by yourself a lot. And really, the only joy that I would have is when they would ask me, why is the sky blue? I go, girl, you are not going to believe this. Let me tell you something. One day, there were Skittles, a lot. And I would just make it up, just go. Look at my face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My husband doesn't like people. All right, so be romantic, obviously. Be dependable. Yeah. These are not surprising. How are these secrets? Be emotionally intimate. Oh, you got the word intimate. Let's read it. 
Males often learn that emotional intimacy is a weakness and spend their lives hiding their feelings. Girl, keep talking. They don't always voice their concerns or fears and often hide worry or doubt. These behaviors make people think they don't want emotional intimacy, but they do. It often, okay, one of these dogs just farted or is just being, and I'm almost positive it's just Colby, just breathing. <laughs> I'm going to pass out. <laughs> Colby, get away. Get. Go. Get up. Right now, you're, I saw you eating poop. Get up. Get. You're bad. Get. He's just looking at me. He's like, what's this bitch talking about? <laughs> he is literally looking around. Like, I don't know who she's talking about, but he's disgusting. Stop lick. Now he's yawning. When you show emotional, I want to just focus. It shows him you're, he's, you're a safe space where he can expose himself and heal. That's nice. That's nice. I don't know who needed to hear number six, but that's a good thing. All right, here we go. Here it is. Chrysandra. Here we go. Sounds like it was written by a woman. Praise and accept your partner. Who said compliment your partner? Praise and accept. Males love when their partners praise and accept them, wants to hear compliments, approval. How is this any different than a woman, though? How is this a secret? Isn't this the stuff for normal people? Avoid judging and criticizing. You could have changed this to 13 things women want. It'd be the same. Don't pass out. Your hair's going to catch on fire. Thank you. Shikendra, it's important. Yeah, here we go. Give him a sense of security and prioritize him. Listen, we're on number eight, and nothing on this thing so far has been helpful. This, to me, is just being a nice person. I don't understand. Here we go. Show physical affection. Men need a non-sexual physical touch from their partner. So, touch his hair, his cheek. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jody. Yeah, let's be honest. Treat him as a partner. Men want their partners to treat them as a partner. I swear this could have been written for a woman. How is this specific to men? How is it Pacific? Yeah, is this a list for men? I know. Maybe they're just telling us because we all, this sounds exactly like what a woman would want, and I guess we're supposed to remember that guys want the same thing. Encourage him. Support his dreams. And number 12, be honest and faithful. 13, communicate and compromise. Okay, this was not helpful at all. I feel like you could have just said, men want exactly what you, yeah, yeah. You exactly what you want, which is to be treated like a nice human being. Yeah. All these articles are so crazy. Most of these are crazy. If they're a list of any kind, it's probably written, it, it's written by like a guy in a basement. Yeah. So psychology explains why people are waiting to get married in their 40s. Said who? I don't know anybody in their 40s that just got married. 
It's no longer. Career and personal development, financial stability, changing norms, greater independence, finding the right partner, previous marriages. Oh, so they're not waiting. Some are more selective. This all makes sense. Yeah. Listen, not all the articles are good. I'm just letting you know. All right. I have a ton more, but we're going to run out of time. I got one out of 13. Oh, boy. Um, so I have some articles for tomorrow. Yeah, there's some good ones, but anyway. Anyway, so it's Tuesday. I wish I could say it's almost Friday, but it's not. So whatever crappy things happen today are probably going to happen tomorrow. <laughs> but it's fine. You're fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. Everything's going to be great. Listen, Tuesday's always my night to say, listen, it might have been a couple of two days and you might be done, but there's still a couple more days left in this week and it's going to get better. And if you keep making the first of every month a whole new year, you could just reset. Like this never happened. I did not go to urgent care yesterday or have another kidney stone. Come May 1st, it's a new year, new year, new you. And I'll say that the first of every month. Until it's true, <laughs> until I can get through a whole month without going to an urgent care. That's my goal. Baby steps, y'all, baby steps. So that's that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Tanya, you're off. Is that why you're sitting on park benches? I thought that was weird. Is this part of your vacation plan, and how long did it take you to organize? And do you have a map of all the benches you'll be visiting? Because honestly, I've never heard of your plan. I mean, I'll join you, but I can think of some other places I would go. <laughs> I'm 60, never married, happy about it. Listen, you probably were like, check, check, as I read it, check. Financial freedom, check. Never fit anybody I like, check. <laughs> Girl, you're not wrong. So... Um, yeah, and so tonight, so tonight we were working on the show, so Dean and my mom and I, and obviously it's a comedy show, that's what we do, um, but one of my reasons for putting this show together with the three generations is that, is that I do feel like when I look at the last two years, which has been quite awful, including yesterday, uh, I look at it. And, you know, I feel like at times, all of us, you know, we get kind of burdened down by what we're dealing with and what we're seeing and what's right here for us. We're like horses. We're just like, this is our problem. I only see my problem. And I am sandwiched between my mom and my kids. And I just, I definitely felt like there was probably a good year, two, 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 eight years where I had my blinders on and I saw my problem and I am trying my best to deal with my problem while still being kind to people around me, right? And I think that that's how a lot of us function. Just let me just deal with this and then I'll be better. I'll deal with this and then I'll be better. I'll be a better mom. I'll be a better wife. I'll be a better daughter, whatever it is, right? But I also 
when I finally get my head out of the sand of my own stuff, I look around and I see like, here's my mom who is, I'm by myself for the first time in my life and my mom is by herself for the first time. I think I'm old to be the first time on my own at 50. And then I look at my mom, I'm like, she definitely knows, doesn't know what she's doing. She's 75. And then I look at Dean who, you know, has right youth and all the promise in the world and so overwhelmed. Like, who doesn't remember being in your 20s and being like, all right, so I'm kind of set up and I guess I'm supposed to do something, whatever. And so tonight was uh, really interesting to be able to kind of work on this comedy show where you are able to say, okay, if we all get our heads out of the sand and kind of look at each other, and if I have to say anything, I have to say that no matter, you know, what's been going on, whether it was on my mom's side and losing my dad, or whether it was on the kid's side and having to go through divorce, losing their grip up, you know, like all of us supported each other even without even really talking about it. You know, like I was on the road and I'd be like, you kids have to check in on grandma or you have to check on each other or somebody has to go pick up Jacqueline or Jacqueline, you have to go pick up Brooke or all of you have to go to grandmoms because I'm away and this is the first time that X is happening without pop. Like, I feel like that, you know, whether it's your family or your community, whatever, um, you know, you see how important it is to just acknowledge other people's pain. I feel like all of us get like real right here. Um, And so, you know, to me, even though we're all dealing with something completely different, the part that's the hardest is the transition. And what is the funny in that? You know, regardless of where you are, there's humor in it. And so it was just, kind of funny like we're one week out from launching the show next week and we're so not ready I mean we are like we've been working on all of our comedy sets but as we kind of put the show together you know you always feel like you're behind and um and you don't really know until you start putting it up so that's why it's great that so many of you are coming to support um but it was just really nice to just sit down and kind of talk about those things and and There's part of the show, I gave them homework tonight, and I said, um, I want you to answer these questions about your transition, whether it was transitioning through being a widow and losing someone, or getting divorced and losing someone, or Dean never had anybody. He he got a lot of nerdy friends. They're still around. Uh, But just transitioning, right? Um, Like, what are the things that go through your brain you know, what are the things that have helped you? What are the things that, you know, you've really had to lean on people for in maybe a way that you've never done before? And so, you know, trying to sit down and really listen to each other's stories and find out what is, what is the thing that kind of brings us together, even though we're three different generations. And um, what have we learned and gosh, why is it funny? Or how can you make it funny? Because there's people, I have to believe that anybody that comes to the show will be like, this is exactly where I am. And it doesn't matter where you are on that age spectrum. You just kind of get it, you know? 
So, uh, so it's fun. I was going to take a picture. My mom was on the phone, and I couldn't get us all in the picture. But uh, I'm sure we're going to kill each other. Uh, but I also think that there's, um, you know, no other, no other scenario where we would all be working on something like this. So, um, so yeah, I hope you like it. We're going to have fun doing it. Either way, and I'm sure there'll be some bloopers. Mm-hmm. Mooney, I agree with you. Um, so anybody out there listening, I hope that you know that you are not alone, whatever it is that you're dealing with tonight. I know that there are thousands of people that watch the show from all across the country, and you think, you know, I've had a crappy day or a crappy week or a couple of years whatever, uh, that you're not going through it alone. More people talk about whatever it is that they're going through, the more you realize even the people walking around with a smile on their face are like, this is a lot, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, you should have heard her tonight. You should have heard her tonight. We were talking about, we were trying to pick topics that all of us would have like a very different experience about. And she was talking about college. I'm not going to say too much because you'll hear it in the show. But it was just interesting to hear her talk about, you know, in her generation, what she was told she was capable of as a woman and how different that is, how different it was by the time it got to my generation. Dean's not a girl, but, you know, just the, the idea of going to college and what it meant for her, what it meant for my generation, what it means for deans, and they're three very different perspectives. And I don't think any of them are wrong for their time. It's just kind of like how things go. And so anyway, so I hope you like it. I hope that you're able to kind of see us live at some point. I don't know when we'll be anywhere. We're moving a little slow in terms of kind of working on the show. We're going to work on the show, kind of get it up, get its legs. Uh, we'll probably take off during the summer a bit and then start it again in the fall. So hopefully we'll get to a theater near you. I do think it's going to be amazing, Tara. And, and even if it's not, it was so funny. My mom is so busy with her homework. She's like, oh, i got to write an essay. Uh, Dean is starting to stress. He's like, what if it's not good? I go, it doesn't matter. A lot of stuff I've done is not good. Uh, and sometimes in order to be good, it has to start off as not good. But it's still going to be good. Because I won't let you be anything but at least good. Same with Grandma. If I don't kill her. And that is that is what the show should be called. The show should be called, you're going to love this show. Unless I kill her. And by her, it'll say Diana, my mom, and parentheses. And I bet a lot of people would understand. And be like, totally get this girl. Like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, um... Thanks for watching, everybody. Hope you enjoyed our Tuesday getaway with some drinks. Oh, yeah. Di and Dean. Well, Dean will be be with me on every show. We're hoping Di is going to be there, but I'm not sure. The travel schedule is a lot, but she'll be on video. Uh, But it'll look like she's there, hopefully. So we'll see. Um, Thanks for watching. I'll see you tomorrow morning with some more fun, ridiculous articles. And we'll go from there. I do love Leanne Morgan. She's very funny. Um, All right. Thanks, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow morning. Thanks for watching. Bye.